0: Hello, friends. What you're about to listen to is the Geek Out After the series. Now, this is an out of character discussion with me and the rest of the cast over everything that has happened in Misconceptions. Now, if you haven't finished listening to Misconceptions, you probably do not want to listen to this episode. In fact, I would advise against it. So once you've finished listening to the entirety of Misconceptions, why don't you come back to the Geek Out after the series and enjoy our discussion about everything that was happening in Misconceptions.
1: Guys, y'all remember that game that was like, you would pull it up on your old windows and there would be bombs on some spaces and you would have to click the boxes and like not Mine hit the Minesweeper. Thank you. That is what Audacity looks like.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It kind of does. I can't believe they got rid of Minesweeper. I'm pissed.
0: (laughs) R.I.P. Minesweeper, you were the real one.
3: Pinball, though. That's true. Windows Pinball,
0: Pinball, though. Pinball.
1: Windows also had this, like, color game thing.
0: That was called MS Paint, Tessa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. It was these two... It was on one of the laptops that, like, first, like, turned and flipped. And you could, like, lay the monitor down.
3: Um, really oh.
1: Do family. it had, like, these special games that were, like, these little two paint balls. Um, that you, like, had to, like... Get them to follow certain patterns or things like that. And I, I really miss it. Like, I think about it often. And I'm like, I just want these
3: games.
4: I don't know. Anything about I think that about
0: one. it often. I wonder if they think I, about me.
3: Every
5: night before Tessie goes to sleep, she's like, ah, oh, the paintball game.
0: Uh, Paintballs. Paintballs.
1: I so wish I could remember what they were called.
0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to a very special episode, kind of, of Misconceptions, our geek out after the series. Um, and I have Tessa, Jaime, and Carrie here, and I also have a voice that is familiar to you, but a name that might not be. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, listeners. My name is Ockham,
3: the artist formerly known as Christian uh, I go by they/them pronouns now, so just so you know. And uh, that's really all that's important about me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <coughs> Insert introduction.
4: I said all right.
0: That. Well, what? <laughs> yeah, every. Okay. I'm so.
1: With y'all, this is gonna be great.
0: <laughs> so I have gathered everybody here. <laughs> to just have a little out of character conversation about our show which is done we have finished Misconceptions after four <laughs> long years I'm
1: offended um, that you said that so happily
0: I, I'm about to cry it, it, endings are good, endings are natural it is the cycle of life
2: nope. and if it was a Disney, <laughs> Disney movie forever. it would be
0: the circle of life They right. <laughs> have to go on forever
2: I can't believe it's been that long.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Do y'all remember I Tessa Carey and Jaime, do you remember
2: like our first recording session? I feel like I do. I was probably late. Um
5: I think that was before (laughs) I was pregnant.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So no. You have not been pregnant for four years.
4: I don't know.
2: I don't know if I remember specifically our first recording session, but I remember recording sessions around the table, setting mm-hmm. up mics, uh-huh. getting, getting food, coffee, getting coffee, food. getting yeah, coffee, yeah. like way later than we said we were going to start recording. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're going to start at 930 and then we're drinking coffee at like 11 and having sound <laughs> issues at 10. Yep. I don't, well, that was backwards. <laughs> we went back in time. So we time traveled
0: and we still have sound issues today. <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't you know it? Before we press the record button, actually after we press the record button, we had issues. So it's might not be an episode, but it's definitely misconceptions.
4: Woo! Um.
0: Well, uh, let's just let's just open it up. Uh, I have I have some questions that I wrote down, uh, and we of course have questions from the listeners that we are going to answer later. Um. But let's just ha- just open it up. Does but anyone it, have any means- questions? This is this is the chance you have to figure out everything that we didn't fully explore. Uh, or just to talk about <clears throat> what this show has meant to you for the past four years.
2: Where is Kevin? <laughs>
0: Where is Kevin? That is the
2: question. Kevin,
0: Kevin is in a different campaign. <clears throat> he was in our Star Wars campaign. <laughs> oh i was like i don't know kevin. garbage <laughs> well, <laughs> he was an engineer like, that uh... came aboard <laughs> he was an engineer that came aboard carrie's ship and some pirates showed up and then carrie lifted off and inadvertently kidnapped the celestine mechanic who became part of the the smuggling crew and That's despite amazing. what
5: i called him he would tell you that his name is not kevin yeah.
2: But yeah. uh, his
5: name was
0: definitely Kevin.
2: Yeah, it's not my name. 100%. Is Tavos secretly Logan in disguise?
0: Is Tavos secretly Logan in disguise? Um, he might be. Uh, I've we'll never seen them Tavos. both in the
2: same place. That's what, it's that's... true. I've
0: never seen Tavos or <laughs> Logan in the same place. That would be so funny.
1: I don't think that's a fair. <laughs> that's a fair analysis. Have
2: you, seen, you remember the Pepsi Zip commercials? Or it would be like, yeah, that's that's what I imagine. We're gonna meet Tavos in person one day, and he's just gonna zip and be Logan. That did so <laughs> <gonna> Zip
0: <laughs> like a Looney Tunes back in action esque <clears throat> sequence where he yeah. unzips himself,
2: then he pulls out a mallet. Um, if we're just talking generally, Space Jam Two is garbage. If we're trying it to talk was. about, it's so bad. I'm not gonna lie, it's still garbage.
0: <laughs> and Nathan was trying to yeah, tell me that so I was bad. looking at Space Jam One through rose-tinted glasses, and I was like, maybe I am Nathan, but this is a bad movie.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's objectively in every bad. Sense of the word, it's...
1: Um, I watched The Fellowship of the Ring for the first time.
4: I'm oh. so proud of you. Nathan. Did you
3: say read so or watched? That's awesome, watched. That's great. What'd you think?
1: It was. It was a movie. You hated it.
3: No, I didn't.
1: I I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Um, I was more prepared because I had read the first book and I hated the first book. Um, And so I I was mentally prepared. But still, about two hours in, I was like, I swear if they walk through another damn forest,
4: I'm going (laughs) to lose my mind.
3: They are really long.
1: Um but no it was good the acting is incredible the i mean it's a beautiful movie the cinematography is great um the actors and actresses are wonderful it it's just that like the developing the characters and everything is my least favorite part of stories sorry, <laughs> sorry <David>. oh, God. <laughs> I
0: want I want my characters to be fully realized at step number one, chapter one, I want to know everything about yeah. the character.
1: Yeah, that would be ideal.
0: <laughs> well, then you would like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man because the opening scene sets up every single thing you need to know about the character of Peter Parker. Those are very good movies. I really Which need Spider-Man? to rewatch them. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the one that came out when you were five. <laughs> the Tobey Maguire ones. I, I know this.
1: Yes, I like those. I like there those. Was
2: a, there was an easier way to say Oh gosh. COVID David has too much sass. Uh, David always has sass. <laughs> he turned it up to eleven though.
0: I turned I turned it up to I turned it up to nineteen for COVID nineteen. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh.
3: I have COVID-19. a misconceptions question. <laughs> okay. Oh, Open that's up. not what <clears throat> we're here for. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm Just sorry. here to talk about old movies. Alright, I guess I'll leave. No. <laughs> All right, fine. Um Jaime... How did it feel to step back into Bill for the last episode?
4: Yeah.
1: Oh wow, yeah.
2: It was strange, but it was like a glove. So, um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I think a little, a part of me missed it a little bit with the busyness of life. I needed to step back from it, but it was nice to be able to, you know, get some closure, have some some more finality. Um, Yeah. I just play the character because it's part of my life for a long time. It's kind of strange, but they actually asked us to do. We, we're taking a gamified class of my master's course, and they asked us for an avatar. And I almost wanted to be like, just use Bill. Be like, hey, yes. this is who I was for like three and a half years. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> this is this me.
5: This is me. This is
2: real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did it? How did it feel, Occam, to step in to? Uh, like misconceptions to transition in to try to like I don't know. I feel like that might so, be kinda of difficult.
3: I had been pining to play Muhammad again for like I don't even know. How long was it since that first time? It'd been like a year and a half to two years. Probably two years. Something like two years. And I'd been joking with David a lot about hey. When are you gonna let me play Muhammad again? When are you gonna let me fix your horrible voice? There's um, <laughs> just this God. continuous joke uh, the whole time. He did a wonderful job. I had nothing, no issues with David's Muhammad voice. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um. So yeah, I mean, when he f- approached me about coming in and helping finish out the series, I was I was fully on board. I'd been a- super excited to do it, and then. Stepping back into the character took very little time, and I feel like the rapport that I had with it was—it was honestly kind of great because the characters that were left were the two characters that Muhammad had interacted with most when I had been on the last time.
0: So, oh yeah, um, I didn't really think about that.
3: Yeah, our our episodes were uh, Faye and Esther and Muhammad, so it was pretty good. Yeah. So it was really easy to step back into that vibe and that rapport that they had with each other, which was really nice, and to get to expand on all that, which was
0: great. So, yeah, we really got to—I mean, you got to really develop Mohammed as a character in these last yes, improv like twelve <laughs> episodes, eleven episodes, because Bill left True. at eighty, so eleven episodes of Mohammed. Yeah, it doesn't
4: pretty feel much like 11 it was episodes. that many.
0: didn't it really didn't feel like that many yeah and let's let's talk about the huge uh jaime coming back to be bill in episode 92 thing Mm -hmm. like that that huge surprise that i had to keep secret from everybody that was
4: emotional (laughs) it was great it was so good yeah that was that was fun
0: when when we were getting close to the finale, I was like, "Hey, it, Jaime," and I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, it would be really cool if you could come back to do our geek out and just like hear us wrap up all the plot threads that you were involved in. But it would also be cool if you came back and recorded the very last episode with us, and like we surprised everybody. Uh, and it was kind of funny because I like hadn't hadn't tipped my hand anything like that, and like everybody was talking about Jaime." Before he like... Before we like... Revealed that he was there... Uh, like we had gone to Waterburger. We had talked about like... Because Waterburger's is Jaime's favorite... And We talked about like doing a séance of summoning Jaime with the different Whataburger items. <laughs> we did. It was so funny. Uh,
5: I forgot about. And that. I was texting Jaime, and he was actually responding. So that was weird. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he's actually responding." That's so fair. then we
1: started trashing Jaime's texting skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: And he was on the Discord call the whole time. And I was like,
1: "Oh,
3: okay, I forgot about I that." I was so <laughs> so get started.
0: Funny. <laughs> so funny. I, I was. Very very anxious to like Pull that off like I was very Nervous the full like I Looked at it it was like 50 minutes before Jaime was introduced and I Revealed it so like I was so nervous that First 50 minutes Uh, And then it was done it was like ah okay Alright let's do the rest of the finale (laughs) Now you can breathe (sighs) Yeah it's
3: it's Funny like the week Leading up to that last recording session I had been thinking like Man It'd be really cool if we could have Bill for this last session. And I thought about texting you, David, but I was like, eh, David's producing it. He knows what he's doing. It's, it's fine. And then you, you pulled it out and I was, I was like, okay, cool.
5: Well, I said it in the car when we were in the drive thru at Waterburger. I was like, "Man, it'd be really cool if we could have gotten Jaime to come back for this episode." And David was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be
2: cool." <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Too bad like, oh we man, can't. that would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> I was that's like, a, that's this a guy. really
2: good idea, Carrie. Oh man. That's, a cool. Idea. That's cool. I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I bet he's super busy right now though. He probably can't. Don't text him or call him or
4: anything.
5: Well <laughs> no, actually what I David said at one point was like he almost told me <laughs> at that point. I, yeah, that was, was like, like
4: ah! I
0: almost ruined it in the drive and I was like, I mean you really you wanna you wanna know <laughs> something? <laughs> Guess he's gonna be there? <laughs> uh no, that was... <laughs> I, I am very excited to read people's responses mm-hmm. to that reveal. Because yeah. uh, I'm editing it right now. And, like, I actually... When Tessa was over a couple of days ago, I, I let her listen to it. Now, I haven't put any sound effects or anything to it yet, but... I'm
4: excited, yeah, I'm excited for to hear that it. reveal.
1: Um, Two things. So, first... Where I sit at the table, listeners, is like to the right of David. And Carrie uh-huh. and David's table is octagon? Hexagon. It's a octagon, gone. Three, four, um five,
0: six, seven, eight. It's an octagon.
1: Octagon, perfect. Um, and so like the way that it's angled, I can always see David's computer Yeah. but I can't I can't read what's going on like I it's too far away I'm too blind to like actually be able to see and before we started David got like super protective of his computer and he was like <laughs> I like I never need you to look at my computer, but today you cannot <laughs> look at my computer, and I was like, "I'm yeah. okay." Like I don't try to, like I don't want to spoil <laughs> it, and I was so confused. And so then when Jaime was revealed, I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think like I haven't finished editing that episode yet, but I think that made it into the episode oh, because really? I think the stinger bit. Like, the before intro bit is how we're riffing on Tessa because she said, don't worry, I can't read. And
4: we're like, oh, she, Tessa
0: can't read, everybody.
1: Oh, sweet. He's so it? good. Jaime, um, I was... Er, ah, fork. Sharting fork. Jaime. Um, um, Jaime, I was wondering... <laughs> I'm gonna ask it six more times so that I'm not laughing while I ask it. Jaime, I was wondering how it was to be on your side of it, like just hearing for 50 minutes or an hour (laughs) of us like talking about you doing the episode, smack about you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, it
2: was. I don't know. It was kind of funny, like uh, just hearing an episode and hearing y'all's like cadence and flow and the kind of questions you were asking and like the things that were happening and not actively participating felt like um i mean it felt like watching a movie right or like i did feel like i could imaginatively engage more than when i'm at thinking what's the next thing i'm going to do and so it's like i mean it's like you're listening to the podcast but you're seeing it happen and just wondering like when is david going to bring me into this like what <laughs> like oh this would give me a good part like oh and then, when is uh, this
0: not going to be boring for me
2: anymore? <laughs> no, it wasn't boring. It was, it was cool. Uh, it was, it was actually pretty good because it helped me out to, um, I mean, fully contextualize what's going on. Right, like we're fighting now. Hey, boss fight. We're fighting this huge dragon. Things. A lot has happened in the eleven episodes since I've been here. You know, uh-huh. so it was helpful in that sense. But it was different. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I'm self-aware, so I don't I, I'm I didn't take offense to anything. I'm
5: pretty sure we've also all said these things to your face. Yeah, it's 100% that it like <laughs> 100%. It wasn't like, "Oh, we're just yeah, talking." No one crap was, no crap one was like, his back.
2: Oh, i was the worst human being." It's just like he's not the <laughs> it's Like we love
5: him but. so much, but he doesn't text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true.
2: Or I'll text a lot for like 2 days and then I'll just fall off. And David's like David's like, How are you doing? And then Leslie's like, I think David has COVID. It's like, why didn't you lead with that?
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay.
5: I don't get on Facebook, so like my mom will like screenshot stuff on Facebook and send it to me. And so like sometimes people will say stuff about what David posted on Facebook and I'm like, I don't know what he posts on Facebook I'm not (laughs) on Facebook. So Y'all got to let me know. Yeah,
0: That's probably I just get nice. on Facebook to start fights with conservatives. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. 92 episodes.
5: David, when you started Misconceptions, did you think it was going to be 92 episodes?
0: Not at all. No. How
5: many episodes did you think it was going to be?
0: 50 something.
5: Really? Yeah. So when we got past 50, were you like, oh crap?
0: Well, no, because <laughs> <Almost
2: doubled. clears throat>
0: by by point by episode fifty, like my vision of the story had changed drastically for the better already. So by fifty, it was like it was its own story. It was going to keep going and going and going and perpetuity, whatever it's called. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that we did not get to a hundred. Mm. I wish we had done gotten to like ask. misconceptions episode a hundred to be the end. But, I mean, I think we we finished the story in the best way that we could. Uh, And actually, I had no intention of it, you know, even after episode 50, I had no intention of it going for four years. Uh, But season three took us a very long time to finish. Like, season one took a long time because it was long Season two was pretty quick. We had, because we had it down pretty well. But then, like, season three, a lot of stuff just happened. And we had to take numerous breaks and, like, all this stuff. And it, it was just, yeah. I, I won't COVID lie. COVID and everything. I, well, yeah, yeah. COVID and, and personal life stuff. But, uh, I, I'll be honest. I actually thought about quitting misconceptions during season three and, like, just being like, I'm done. And this is this is over. Um, And I'm glad I didn't.
5: Was that mostly mental health?
0: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable for me Mm -hmm. because there were a couple of recording sessions that I would leave and I would be like, that wasn't good. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't I didn't like anything that happened. Like it just wasn't enjoyable for me anymore. Mm -hmm. But then it did get enjoyable.
2: Um, I have a I have a world building question for you. Yeah. And it, I have to compare it to D and D because I feel like you just have to, right? So, you know, you've DM'd a lot for D and D, and you and I feel like there's like a ton of resources for world building and campaigns and stuff. How different, cha- slash challenging, slash difficult was it for you to build out an entire world in a city? And like, how did how does how did City of Mist world building compare to? To D and D, like, what are some of the things you like from from City of Mist comparatively, or what are some things you wish could get worked on, or, or that would help out? What is it, GMs, game masters?
4: Yeah, well, with with City of Mist, it's masters of ceremonies. Um. Well, with 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 world building tools, you can really find some
0: great world building tools. Uh, that are not system specific, like D and D has. I mean, it's just been around forever, right? So it has so much pre written content. Like if I'm running my own campaign and I want my pe- my characters to go to Menzo Baran or whatever the Drow city is, it has Menzo been Menzo Barazon, out, right? Thank you, Menzo Barazon, Thank you, <laughs> Um But if I want them to go there, they can go there. Uh, like it has it has the map, it has the NPCs, it has the the dangers that you would encounter there and with city of Miss being still relatively new, you know it's only five years old really. Um, there's not as much. Now I will say whenever we started this show there was barely anything. There was just the skinny starter set book. Um, and then they came out with the, four, the full core rulebook with the full character creation rules and recently they have released a full campaign book which takes you from the beginning of this case all the way to the avatar at the end uh, and that was, that was helpful to me at the end looking at the avatar in that and kind of figuring out how to do my own avatar um as, as for world building in the city, my I'm very critical of my own work. And my biggest regret of City of Mist is how... Not City of Mist. Misconceptions is how inexperienced I was at the beginning of Misconceptions. Because I've been running games forever, but I realized I wasn't a good DM or MC or anything at the beginning. Uh, and I think... I wish first of all I wish we had done a session zero I think if we had done a session zero we could have really created a cohesive storyline uh and the cabal could have been connected more to all of you uh like I think Jeremiah obviously was very connected with the bill and that made it a very poignant storyline very poignant arc but as for the rest they weren't connected to any of you um, of course, you could have like some parallels. Like Doctor Jacoby was kind of <laughs> similar. Like could be like Rin if Rin went evil. Uh, you know, this man of science. Um, uh, Faye could have become Pip Hamill maybe uh, if she leaned more into like politics uh, and let politics corrupt her instead of using it as a force of good. Um, Esther could have become Agatha, you know, this woman who lives in seclusion, um, and <laughs> the is goal and is bitter. Uh, so I mean, we could draw some parallels, but that's like posthumously. And I didn't, if I had known that going in, I could have like layered it in and like made it, like put more story beats to it. So my biggest, my biggest regret of misconceptions is that I I didn't know what a session zero was and like how to do that. Uh, and also at the beginning of misconceptions, like I was very much, he was very much, this is my story. And I was being very selfish with it.
5: I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I didn't feel that.
2: Okay.
0: Well, in a little bit, I'm going to read y'all what I originally had in mind for misconceptions, uh, because y'all had no choice.
2: (laughs) We were all babies into, in a new system. I think you did. Yeah, it was true. But also four years is a long time to 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 try to think i'm gonna i'm gonna have something planned out for four years when we don't even know how long it's gonna go i think and it ended up pretty dope
3: also in a podcast setting sometimes it's better to have a more of a structured story element because it gives you there's there's less potential for like just not knowing where to go or anything like that. And that can be a problem in a lot of different games. So having that start being more... I want this to go this way. And then allowing yourself to adapt as you go. Which you did. Makes it great. I don't think you... From as a, from a listener perspective in the beginning. I didn't feel like you were... Like railroading too much. Or... Um, Like stifling the players at all, Um, and then having played in that early stage too, within that first—I don't know—I think it was like episode twenty-four, I think was one of the first ones I was in. Yeah, I think twenty-four. Somewhere around there. Yeah, Um, having played that early on, I didn't feel that either. So
4: that's good.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think it's really easy for us to. I mean, how often is it that you, like, record the first few sessions of a campaign? Like, it's not typical that you can look back on a campaign you started four years ago and yeah. be like, oh, man, I, like, I really sucked these first, like, four episodes. Um, But, like, I feel like that's part of the process, too. Um, We all didn't know what we were doing. It was a freaking mess. It was a beautiful mess. Um, It was chaotic. It was fun. And that was... That was why we were doing it, um, and I think if we had waited for City of Mist to like fully release and start, then like I'm not sure if we would have started the podcast. Um, yeah, because life just kept we, getting. We more struck and more while
0: crazy. the iron was was hot.
1: Yeah, and so like no, it wasn't perfect at the beginning, and it's still not going to ever be perfect. But like I wouldn't be too hard on yourself because it's easy to look back and be like oh we've you know we're doing better than we did four years ago well like dear god i hope so Uh. (laughs) it'd be really bad if we weren't like (laughs) that would be concerning
0: well i mean i also think editing every single one of these 92 episodes and spending like two three hours on each one really made me realize like hmm I should ask my players questions more and let them build the scene and be creative. Uh and in those four four years I've like picked up books, I've read books, I've watched streams and other DMs like do their thing and take what they do and like apply it to what I do. Um and just just a little aside, uh listeners, if you want to start your own podcast, here's my advice to you. One, definitely do a session zero to get on board, like everybody on board with what you're doing, the tone of your game, the characters you want to make, safety, all of that stuff. Two, record your first four episodes and never release them. And then start your show at episode five and keep going. Because in the first four episodes, you're going to get out... All the awkward ums and ahs, and all the awkward tech problems. Uh, if you start with five and I mean, make that the starting point, I think it'll be a better start for you. Because, I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. If you don't get somebody hooked on your very first episode, they're not going to listen. Yeah, that is hard. Honestly, that's kind of
3: what happened unintentionally with *Sins of the Father. Yeah, it is. It very much. I mean our DM good. was brand new for for episode 1 of the new version, but the
0: players, we'd all played together already for like 5 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like we had like the early the the original sins of the father episodes were like character building sessions for us to explore our characters and figure out who they were. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, time to answer your question. Sure. <laughs>
2: excellent did you say you were going to read us what you uh what you had originally planned
0: yeah let me read the uh so this was before like this was before uh i knew like what a iceberg was before after this was even really before i understood like what rifts were in city of Mist because in the early uh starter set it's like here's salamander he has powers That's it, and you didn't really know, like, oh, it's connected. Like, the the definition between the mythos and the rift, like, wasn't clearly defined in the starter set. Uh, And I mean, you can tell that in our early episodes and misconceptions, like, we didn't have mythoi behind our characters. Uh, But once we figured it out, we we did it. So, anyways, here's here's my original storyline for City of Mist. Heroes discover new drugs on the streets. Takes over people's minds and allows them to be controlled. Heroes find drug manufacturing facility and take down ringleaders, a hag and a troll. That didn't happen. Heroes discover a curious logo on the drugs. Dot, 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 dot. And I hadn't figured that part out yet. Time passes. Make friends with ADA Deacon. And Deacon Smith. Deacon In the original story, Deacon was going to be a much bigger character. Um... And we'll explore why. Dot, Make friends with News Reporter. That was Linda before she was named. Dot, dot, Deacon discovers heroes' secret identities and joins them as an ally. Dot, dot, Deacon and News Reporter become romantically involved. Dot, And then the rest was <coughs> heroes find a facility creating artificial superpowers. Heroes destroy facility and find one sample. Deacon, and see, I'm not giving y'all a choice. Y'all have to take this sample. Like, if y'all didn't take the sample, if you destroyed it, if you took it for yourselves, that would destroy the whole storyline. Anyways, Deacon takes sample to gain powers. With powers, becomes the masked vigilante, Beacon. Beacon <laughs> becomes Beacon.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, beacon takes fight to Draco, and that was the original Drace, Drace de Santos. De Santos, and makes his mission against Draco clear. Draco uses news reporter secretly the wizard to mind control Deacon and make him do awful things, like kill people. When Deacon comes to, when he Deacon. is distraught. Huh? Oh yeah. It when Beacon, when Beacon comes to, he is distraught and mentally unstable. Beacon blames the heroes for everything. Heroes discover the wizard has the news, rep- was the news reporter all along. After the heroes defeat the wizard, Beacon arrives and kills the wizard in cold blood. Beacon starts down a dark path and the heroes cannot control him. Beacon and Draco finally collide in a climactic battle over the city, with the heroes trying to control collateral damage. Fight ends with a giant explosion and neither Beacon nor Draco being able to be found. Da 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 da. da. Beacon later resurfaces as a dark monster variant of himself. So see like that was like a, if that had been a book, it would have been an entertaining book. But like as an RPG, where you three are or four are also the storytellers, that's not good. I gave you no creative input. Like I had you all like you have to do this in order for my thing to happen. So that that was misconceptions' original story, and really it was going to be Deacon's story. <laughs>
1: Seriously, and y'all though, were just
0: there for it.
1: I'm fascinated <laughs> by Deacon now.
2: Yeah. I mean I, I was, was from the somebody beginning. make a comic book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's like um Deacon in in that story that you just mentioned reminds me of I don't remember his name, but in Sky High the like sidekick.
0: Oh yeah. That teacher. becomes a villain. No no Oh no, the sidekick villain. Oh, oh no, the sidekick. No. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Which the sidekick are you talking about?
4: <laughs> the
1: the talking teacher about? one. That was.
4: Oh. Yeah, he used to be
0: a stronghold sidekick. Yeah,
1: no, I don't remember his name, but the those were the Something vibes I always got from Deacon. So making him Beacon just turns him into that for me.
0: That's great. Yeah, and see, y'all wouldn't like y'all wouldn't have even gotten to fight the big bad guy. Like, it would have been Beacon's fight.
1: Well, that's rude.
0: (laughs) So that's why. That's why I say, like, my original story was bad. Uh, You should always allow your players more creative input. The more you can involve your players in literally everything, the better your story will be. Because, like, if you allow your players to create an NPC, like, NPC walks in the screen, or even, like, uh, in your session zero... In okay, in Misconceptions 2, I did a thing where in our session 0, because god knows I'm going to do a session 0 with Misconceptions 2, I went around the table and I said everybody give me an NPC. And so we came up with this list of NPCs, and now whenever they arrive on screen, like the characters are emotionally attached to them because they made them.
3: We have some amazing NPCs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh so, the more you can involve players in creative decisions, the better it is not your story it's our story um, but yeah what what do y'all think about the original plot line of misconceptions?
2: I think in theory, it sounds pretty cool, but i think I think we realized that in actuality it's difficult, like we probably. Wouldn't have even found the um, the sample. I mean, yeah. I guess you could have had it like illuminated. You could have narratively made us find it, but but man, we struggled with detective work. It seems <laughs> all for, for the entire thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like whenever y'all were at uh, Paul St. George's oh, uh, home, and y'all didn't even look at the spear case. <laughs> y'all just skipped right over the thing. It was where the, open. The relic was in. <laughs> Yeah. It was open and you didn't look at it. That
4: was all <laughs> we needed. Went to
0: the weight room. Faye was throwing a fit in the corner. Ren and Bill went upstairs. Oh no, Faye Faye went to the garage.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, yeah, hmm Uh and then so. she went out to the balcony.
3: I think as a fellow DM, that it sounds like every starter storyline like every DM probably that comes up with a storyline like that it they all sound a little like that like it's all it's always like i have these cool characters that i want to do this and i want the storyline to go in this direction and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're willing to adapt as you go and you can still bring in a lot of those story beats and stuff throughout the story even if you even if your players completely abandon things you can always find ways to bring in little bits and pieces of that original idea it's just brainstorming it's normal that's how every yeah d m should start their process, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the way that you you had originally envisioned things
5: agreed, yeah, I mean you've gotta start somewhere with a story and get people on board, so I mean
4: yeah, yeah, it's
5: just natural,
1: plus we just you know none of us in the group, most of us in the group are not people to just like. Not have opinions and do things, so I think if you would have tried to force a story on us, it would have like turned around, anyways. Because Jaime's gonna argue with you about rules as long <laughs> as he
3: can.
2: And Misconceptions made it pretty ambiguous in the or City of Mist made it pretty ambiguous in the beginning, so it was very easy.
3: What do you mean my tattoos <laughs> can't turn into literally
2: anything? <laughs> It's garbage.
3: I react
5: before it happens.
2: Have you ever <laughs> no. seen that SpongeBob episode where he gets the magic pencil? That's what I yes. pictured my tattoos as being. Noi moi. You mean noi I can't turn my noi
0: tattoos noi. into a gun? Noi, 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 noi.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just You know, I'm there's a there's a Japanese folktale where uh, a kid, or maybe he's an adult, but he discovers a paintbrush, and whenever he draws with the paintbrush, comes to life. So you definitely could have found that relic. There's a character idea for you. Oh, hey. Uh, misconceptions. The idea of Drace DeSantos came from another podcast. Be been keeping this on wraps for five years. Uh, came from the Myths and Legends podcast. Uh, it is a very cool podcast where a dude goes through a bunch of different myths and legends that you think you know, but actually have shocking origins. Um, and this was the... Uh, the dragon and Saint George uh, really caught my imagination, and I was like, "I want to foc- I want to have a story that focuses on the dragon, and like has him as the bad guy because he got gypped because he was lazy. So, so Drace, uh, whenever he awakens in the city, uh, he he realizes like how lazy he was because in the in the story, the original story." Uh, St. George and the Dragon. He just like lives in this cave and he lets these village people bring him uh, like sacrifices. Lamb, sheep, uh, virgins, and he just eats them. Eats them all. And he's like content to do that for the rest of his life. And so my idea for Drace was like, he's not going to sit idly by. He's going to take the initiative and try to build something and try to make this into his kingdom. So that's why he puts together the Cabal. That's why he decides to destroy the, the wells and use them uh, and he finds Paul Saint George and kills him and steals a spear because it's the only thing that could kill him um, so that was that was Drace's whole uh, motive,
3: yeah, it was really cool actually. I really liked the the way that that went, and I also loved that none of us put together a lot of the clues, like his name was literally Paul Saint George. And race. <laughs> yep. And none of us got it <laughs> until like the last episode when we finally fought him.
0: It was just like. And he worked at. And he worked at Knight Technologies. Yep.
1: To be fair, I still don't We got know it
3: before the last stories. episode. We didn't get it until we met with um, Agatha.
0: Not Agatha.
4: Miss Minnie?
1: Miss Minnie. Miss
0: Minnie, that's the name.
4: Uh-huh.
1: She came in clutch. That was very unexpected.
0: Miss Minnie was great. Yeah, Miss Minnie was not originally part of my uh, my um, iceberg. She was not originally part of my iceberg.
5: But we weren't getting there, so you had to do something.
0: Well,
4: a huge <laughs> part
0: of Drace's plan was the mist, and I needed someone that like knew about the mist and would like, be able to manipulate it and teach Drace about it. And at that time, the gatekeepers didn't exist, uh, and they will never exist in the world of misconceptions uh, because they would... Totally have derailed everything that happened. Was Miss
3: Minnie the rift of Mimir? Uh
0: she definitely was.
3: Yes, I knew it. <laughs>
0: yep, Who that's why that? her head was cut off.
3: Yes, I figured.
0: Uh Mamir. So Mamir Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Mamir is a uh, a dude from Norse legend, Norse mythology. Uh, and there's two god, two sets of gods, and they really hate each other, and they want to kill each other. And Mimir was kind of caught in between them, and they got mad at him and chopped off his head. The, the short version of it. You could wax poetic about the poetic Ida all day, but we don't need to. He's also kind of like super knowledgeable about like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knows a lot. So.
5: Do we have questions from listeners?
0: Uh, sure, I had some, some... Do we have any more questions <coughs> from y'all?
1: I feel like yes. I'm
2: sure that we'll come up with more, too. I was just going to say, a lot of my questions were asked by... When I was reading some of the stuff that was in the doc, so, yeah.
0: Um. And I, uh, one last thing about Drace... Uh, he was a very one-dimensional villain and it was somewhat intentional because as much as Drace was a rift of the dragon from St. George, he was also a rift of capitalism uh, and you know, he's he's up here profiting off of all these other people and we get to spend time learning about all these other people because all the other people the employees of capitalism are more important the people up here that are prof- profiting. Ugh. That was a, anyways, that's a little. <laughs>
3: Absolutely yeah. love it.
0: Yep. Um. Okay. Let me let me ask a question. Uh, Tessa, uh, this came up earlier uh, in an episode, but I was going to go ahead and let you say it now. Who came up with the name Misconceptions?
1: So, the name Misconceptions um, originally came from. Should I use her full name? Is that okay? I I think, yeah, I can. Um,
5: But, yes.
1: What? (laughs) It's your person. Yes. So, the name Misconceptions originally came from Sarah Ritchie, who is one of my friends from college. And. I she's amazing at puns and so I just texted like 20 of my college friends and I was like in one group message by the way and <laughs> I was like need a name like city of mist it's about like da 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 and within a few minutes she was like misconceptions and I was like you are a genius ta-da
0: yeah it was That was a very
2: good name, obviously, because we've used it. And now it's the name of our podcast network. <laughs> you have to make a chibi of her honorarily and put it on the store.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I
2: really don't know even
1: know if you. she remembers. Like, <laughs> it was just something that it wasn't that uncommon for our group to be like, random idea about this, go. And, like, people would mm-hmm. do random stuff. And so I I don't know if she remembers, but I need to reach out to her.
0: Can you imagine? We were in college when this started. No. Well, no. Okay, no. some of us were in college. Definitely was in college, in college when this started. <laughs> yeah. Jaime was in college.
2: Yeah, Jaime was too. Oh, yeah. Wait, fair. Wait, That's fair. when was it? Was it 2017?
0: Yeah, 2017 is when we released our first episode. We started recording, I think, in 2016.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, then I was definitely in college.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next question. What was your favorite moment from the show? God, it's hard.
2: Stop diddling yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, the when I turned my tattoos into springs. Um uh-huh. the the rampage in the Italian restaurant that Oh yeah. Uh and
0: the the shootout in the pizzeria. Yeah, the
2: shootout in the pizzeria. <laughs> that was insane. That episode um, was too was many nuts. good... <laughs> yeah, uh, the the eighteen wheeler. Whenever whenever mind control had to happen, that whole oh, yeah. series actually, where we were like waiting at the docks. Like, there's too many good moments. Uh, Is the- that
5: when I had to stop holding back to stop Rin from screwing it all up?
0: Uh, I don't think you stopped holding back. I think you burned a, a tag. Yeah, you might have to, had to like, burn a tag. Him.
5: That was pretty ba. Yeah. I remember, I remember early on when I used a react before it happens, and I like got rid of a grenade that almost killed all of us at the beginning.
0: Yeah, Jimmy the Butcher. And
5: I think that really made you angry, but I was like, "Killed
0: it, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> and see, I should be happy when the heroes do very cool things.
5: It's obnoxious sometimes.
0: My favorite moment as a listener was
3: uh, the beast breaking through uh the bar
4: wall. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that scene was that so was good. Not my favorite
4: moment.
3: <laughs> it was so mm-hmm. awesome. Um as a player, I would say honestly that first episode with Muhammad scaring away the like concert goers as a bear was pretty oh, yeah. fantastic. And the episode that is will forever be my favorite episode now the one with uh Muhammad in the oven walking through yeah. the memories with
0: Linda that was just so good, yeah. What we have become, episode 89 amazing episode, yeah. That was a beautiful episode.
1: I feel like, too, I don't know if this has been mentioned before, but I just feel like. Kudos to Occam and David for being able to do that episode because none of it was planned and no. it sounds so beautifully scripted. And the way that you listen to the episode, like, there weren't a ton of like long pauses or like, oh, what if I did this or this? Like, they in person were just like boom, 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 like right off of each other. It was, it was a beautiful sight to witness.
3: It was really Great. Good. I thought they
5: had like, I really had thought that they had like talked about it before or something, yeah, me too. like some so, kind of conversation happened.
3: That's the funny thing is like David kind of just was like, Hey, I've got this idea. Let's do this. And I was just like, Okay. And he had <laughs> his stuff scripted, obviously. I yeah. had to go off the cuff on everything. And basically, what happened with it is I kind of just, whatever his character, whatever his little arc was i tried to make an almost parallel kind of thing with muhammad to give it that kind of back and forth and it turned out really good i was freaking out the whole time because i was like i don't know if i can just i don't this this is this is heavy improv and i my improv skills have never been amazing i'm a heavily planner when it comes to like dming and other things so it was definitely interesting um yeah it it was a lot of fun
0: (laughs) well you did a great job and that made linda's death even more emotional
3: yeah that i mean that was the episode where by the end of it i could not do muhammad's voice i was like my throat my voice was shaky it was that good of an episode and it affected me so hard which was just crazy yeah
0: yeah uh, and, and spinning out of that, Tessa, could you please tell the listeners what was going on with Faye's Avatar-hood?
1: Yeah, Faye had a journey. Um, So basically, I mean, the beauty of the mechanics of City of Mist, things can change in one role very drastically. So clearly Faye became Avatar um, and... You know, I listened back to that episode this week, and um, you can hear kind of the mechanics of what we did there. But, like, internally, (laughs) I was freaking out. Um, On one side, it was a blast to get to play as an avatar because there are basically no limits. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you going to destroy um, relationships and your own life and everything? Yes. Yes. Will everything be chaotic? Yes. However, you can do whatever you want. Um, So at first it was like this, um, and it's funny because it's, you know, just through the game. But it was like this sense of like, I have infinite power. Um, Hashtag Aladdin. And then it was like, holy crap. And I had to stay focused. And David and I, in the episode... I kept saying like I know what Faye would do, I, I don't know if I can do it. And um, David was like, no, like do it, do what Faye would do. And
4: mm-hmm.
1: it was, it was f- not physically like, but like your stomach clenched, kind of like, um, terrifying in deciding to kill Linda because then it was like this realization of how much power Faye actually had and the lengths mm-hmm. at which she was willing to go, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, faking her friendships and love life, basically, for you know, it really was only like an episode and a half. Um, yeah. But it felt like a long time when we were recording it, and so yeah, having to do that. Yeah, that, that's.
0: Tell tell us more about that, because people were confused about. Mm-hmm. Wait, has Faye's avatarhood ended after she read Woodard's letters?
1: Yeah, no, it did not. So in that moment, Faye realized from the letters um, that she needed to use the people that she was with in order to complete her mission as an avatar. Sorry. Um, And so Faye saw those letters and feigned, feigned, faked, faked having emotions about it in order to get that group of people back on her side so she could use them as soldiers, basically. She knew they had great skills. They had the information she needed. She couldn't do it alone. And so, you know, it's not great. Uh, Faye, Faye made decisions. But it that was... That was kind of what was going through Faye's head at that time. Um, and so that's why she pretended to get them on her side. But it wasn't Woodard's letters weren't enough to pull her out of it. And from a game standpoint, it could be argued that they would be. But we all talked about how that just wasn't the narrative we wanted to to push. That like Woodard was the only grounding force in Faye's life or that, you know, something like that could pull Faye out of Avatar-hood. I really wanted it yeah. to be something... Like, Faye has been working on this mystery for forever. And so, you know, Woodard is, is great and all. Um But it had to be her... Had to be something that affected her. So, so, yeah. And then, pretty much, like, during the fight with the dragon, at some point, David, you were just like, you're done being an Avatar.
0: <laughs> yes, because all through 91 you you're like faking your roles uh and you'd be like I rolled an an eight and oh an eleven look at that uh and so you you did that and then at ninety two like you were gonna do that again and I was like just no, it's a final fight. Reveal to everybody you're the Avatar. No more charades. just go.
1: Yeah. Which was not my plan. Um which is totally fine i was actually going to complete the flight the flight Complete the fucking damn (laughs) uh (laughs) complete the fight as an avatar and then like at the end of the fight disappear Uh and in uh a future scene either fey reappears in some way or like you see some sort of connection that she sends to Woodard or like that nature sends to Woodard. But I was Mm -hmm. going to completely remove the character. Um, And it didn't work Mm -hmm. out that way, which is totally fine. But that was, that was my original thought from the beginning. Like there would be a final
0: scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there would be a final scene where Woodard's like sitting at the cottage or something and like something happens that, is obviously, face presence in, in nature or something,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: but I'm happy with the way it worked out because I, I got it was a win win,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I think the way it ended was great. Um, everybody back together in, in Esther's new bar, which I really hoped she would name Esther's because it had been named Morty's, it was all about Morty, and then the bar. I was like, name it Esther's, because now it's all about Esther. But she was like, it's the gangs. And I was like, I mean, okay, I mean, that's sweet, I guess.
1: Esther embraced the gang.
3: It is good. Did. It's good. Uh, and
5: if she had named it Esther, she would just be following the same path that her father followed, and that wasn't what she was about.
0: Hmm, okay, interesting. And which kind of leads me into my next question: Which character do you think grew the most? From episode one to episode ninety-two.
2: Hobby, hobby, <laughs> hobby. <Yes>. obviously. Hobby, <laughs> poor Seriously. hobby. Oh, God, I'll tell you, he didn't. Len, don't not poor hobby.
3: Hobby's good. Hey. He needs to be a
0: merry man now. <laughs> oh yeah, he is a merry man. Wait,
3: who's he married to? Again? No, he's
0: not married. <laughs> he is a merry man oh,
4: from Robin. Hood. He's
0: one of the merry Got men. It. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that In was a E-R- fun R-R-Y. game.
3: That was a f- uh. very fun session. I loved
0: doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was... And who
5: appears was... for the Merry Man? <laughs> it's
4: like, uh, uh, X-Men. Uh,
0: I was An like, 11-year-old. God. No! Freaking
3: X-Man. I was like,
4: what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it was great. That was it was hilarious. So perfect. So good. We got some useful people with it, too, so.
2: Can you define a metric for growth? Because I feel like I feel like change is one thing, but I don't necessarily know if that's growth, right? So yeah, I mean, we
0: could do that one too. We could say who changed the most,
5: who died the most, <laughs> who died
0: the most? <laughs> Esther. Hey. Yeah.
3: Honestly,
5: most likely I think to die in an episode.
3: As far as like, if we consider emotional development as a, as the metric for growth, I think Esther probably changed the most throughout the series because she did go from that kind of very standoffish. I'm part of this thing, but only because I need to do what I need to do to actually like being a part of this team and like caring for team members and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah, I agree. And, uh, in the last final moments of misconceptions, I don't know if anybody else caught it, but Esther like chose to sat down to sit down next to Billy and, like, bring him ice cream. And, like, all throughout this show, she, like, had nothing to do with the kids. She never brought them anything. She never cared about them. And she, like, chose to sit down next to him in the booth. And it wasn't until after we, like, finished recording, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was a beautiful, understated moment of character growth. That was very beautiful, Carrie.
2: I feel like it was interesting to watch... Uh, phase growth and development, like yeah. having to still work at a school and figure things out and be a vigilante at night mm-hmm. and and um get married. <laughs> like there was there's was just so many things happening and changing and seeing like this this like very peaceful yeah. super like maybe I don't want to say underspoken but like Calm force just turn yeah. into not like not like a not calm force but but just well I mean a murderous force yeah.
4: I killed just, a lot yeah. of people as,
3: <laughs> as far as like actual change like who is the most different from the way they started to where they ended Faye definitely gets that
0: one yeah <laughs> yeah no I agree murderous I horse, think because I think I think Faye had the most story beats.
4: I think so, too.
0: I think so. So, yeah, I would agree. I think she is the most changed. So, Esther, Esther most growth, Faye most changed. Yep. I dig it. Um. Before we get to listener questions, did y'all have any questions you wanted to ask?
3: I don't know if we want to talk about this. We can cut it out if we're, if we're not. But do we want to kind of discuss the fact that the end of episode 89 was almost different? That we almost didn't kill Linda?
0: Yeah, so during the... Uh, oh. You I, was,
5: I was just going to discuss.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So during the uh, during the geek out after episode 89... Uh, Carrie, do you, do you want to tell us about how you were feeling after, after Linda's death?
5: Oh, I was, like, sick to my stomach. Um, I think it was – this is going to – I don't know. This is all going to – I feel like it's going to sound silly. But I think with, like, everything that's going on in the world, it felt really heavy. And it felt like – I don't know. For me, I was overthinking it because of real life. And it just – it didn't feel right it it just it made me sick to my stomach and it made me really really nervous and stressed out to the point that we re-recorded a different ending mm-hmm. um but that didn't feel genuine mm-hmm. um but yeah it just it really it really messed with my head on yeah. a personal level like i just it didn't feel good
0: yeah it was a it was a heavy episode it definitely was uh yeah, we re-recorded it. We we ultimately didn't use it. But if you do go listen to episode 89, the uncut version on Patreon, it's it's in there.
3: What made you decide to go with the original ending? Carrie.
5: I think it was just the genuineness of it. Like it the other one, it didn't feel it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like it was right for the listeners i think um it just yeah and i think after i was able to step away it was like okay this is a game people can understand that it's a game it's a story that we're telling um and so yeah Yeah. and david and i had some conversations and just
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah it was hard hard, Yeah.
3: Like I said that episode had me like shaking at the end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was... I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not often that something like this, like a game media like this is that impactful like on a personal level. And mm-hmm. so the fact that you had those thoughts and that I even uh, that I had those thoughts, I'm sure Tessa had thoughts like that too. Um it it really meant something. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I had as Tessa, I had just a lot of guilt um, that night, and you know my my um, codependency self really wanted to just be like, "It's okay, everybody's okay, everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine." Um, and so it was it was really hard to separate myself completely from the character and know that like what people were upset about in the session wasn't an anger towards me um and to and to not like blame like get mad at myself for playing my character because I also was like gosh that was a terrible thing to do like how could I even think of that and so you know it was definitely a it was a great acting moment of having to you know ground yourself and take it was also late at night which didn't mm-hmm. never helps we were tired it was late it was it was it was it a was rough like time and one until. or
3: two in the morning almost it was late late yeah, yeah. It was late.
5: i think for me too and it's not i mean Just being completely honest, like I have a fear of what people are going to think of me and are they going to be able to separate me from Esther and like my professional life or anything like that. And so I'm constantly fearful of my reputation, which is not healthy. Um, And so I think that played into it as well of like, I want to make sure that if anybody that I come in contact with as a professional or just in the world out there if they were to listen to this like what are they going to think of me as a person well hopefully they're going to realize you were playing a character and like Mm. that's not who you are as a person but I fear that people will like think of me a certain way because of because of it. Yeah. Um, super healthy.
0: Listeners, <laughs> Esther is nothing like my wife. They are very opposite. It's a real Jekyll and Hyde situation over here. That's true.
5: Which is why I had so much fun playing Esther, because she's a person that I never am, and I got to be that, and I've talked with my counselor about that. Like, oh, My yeah. character is like somebody that I, I don't get to be like in real life um i can't i can't be that way <laughs> and um, your
0: counselor asked you well then why don't you be esther and you said no 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 i, I like really you can't. really don't want i will destroy to all of my relationships if i was
5: but like there is something about her that like like it was therapeutic to be able to be like mm-hmm. no like i don't care and i'm gonna do what's best mm-hmm. for me and like blah, blah blah and then like go back to my real life and like go into my shell
4: <laughs> well sure sure
5: can
1: i quote you on that for my dissertation
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of the beauty of tabletop role playing games too is that you do get to step into someone else's skin or play a part of yourself that you don't get to use that often Uh, and it kind of helps you develop yourself in a way, in a a lot of ways
0: oof, I think I just had a realization about Ricket oh? with you saying that, I think, this, this might get too heavy and I might cut it out But I just realized that when I'm Ricket, I'm the kid that I wasn't allowed to be because my dad died and I had to step up and help take care of my family. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) That that was a heavy realization to come to on Mike. Right. Vartosh is me growing up.
3: I was raised in a very... Southern conservative household And things were not great As far as prejudices and stuff And I've had to get past a lot of that And so Vartosh is kind of Representative of that part of my past So I get that
0: yeah. Does anyone else get like a, Do a little deep dive On character <laughs> or anything like that Let's just put it all out there for the listeners No we don't need to do that
1: well, no, no. I think they think that's a good
0: thing. Oh, I mean, sure. If you're comfortable,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> I just didn't know if Hyman was gonna go. Nah. Okay. Um, also, because I know you haven't listened to the episodes, and I don't know if we ever explained what happened, um, so that you understand. But Faye had trapped Linda like up to her shoulders in dirt to like question her, and when Linda like wouldn't give in, Faye just like crushed her with the ground.
4: Well,
0: it wasn't that she would give in; It's that she gave you everything she knew, everything you
4: wanted, sure, 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 and then
0: sure. you killed her. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. It was very dark, and Muhammad had just come out of the house. It was just ugh. It, it was
1: a it was a brutal death. It wasn't like I shot her in the head and it was over kind of thing.
0: It was very unceremonious. Just boom.
2: That is pretty yeah. brutal.
0: No, that is a that's another beautiful moment because the way, the way I cut it with and then I crush her in the dirt and then it's just silence and then like a music track slowly comes in Yeah. and we don't good. see Linda die on camera and it's, it's just really cool um, it was very good yeah so little insight into Linda's mind Linda said she had done everything to be reunited with her brother there was one thing she had not done yet was to die and join him in death Linda wanted y'all to kill her
1: Yes That's
0: why she was being such an ass I am redeemed That, <laughs> that almost matter. hurts Makes it hurt worse yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. But that was the one thing she couldn't do
4: <laughs>
0: That's well, nuts Well
1: fix that problem for her.
0: No, Linda, Linda and Logan Very very tragic story yeah. Very noir story that's why she was, she was like goading Esther so much with her dad. And cause like you said, have I not done everything to save my dad? And she was like, he's still dead, isn't he? And then you kicked her in the head. <laughs> yeah. Well,
5: you know,
1: <laughs> which could have killed her. Let's be real in real life.
2: It probably should have. <laughs> she was being like a 12 year old playing call of duty. Basically Yeah. <laughs> anything she could do to insult you. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Uh. Yeah. Uh Was there anything that you really wanted to bring into the story but didn't get a chance to do?
0: Uh yes, 100% there was. Um I wanted y'all to do a real heist, like a money heist. And the amount of money, the the prize that y'all would have gotten, I would have played on each of you. Um, and at the time, this was when Rin, Bill, everybody... This was around the time that Bill got his family back. So uh, it was going to be like Rin could use this money to grow his business and get it out of debt. Bill could use this money to give to Sal to get his family out. Faye could use this money... Er, Faye and Woodard, because Woodard would be speaking into Faye's ear to try to get her to do this, could take that money and redistribute it to everybody. Uh, Esther could have used it to help out her bar. So I was going to like... Have this heist and try to orchestrate some way to like play all of your themes against each other and be like, if you don't take this money, you're going to have to mark a fade or crack in one of your themes.
2: You're a monster. That's that Uh, would never got to
0: do it.
3: (laughs) That would have been really cool. Honey heist. We did end up doing a heist for the for Linda's address, which
0: was cool. That was a fun episode.
4: It was that a was a fun very fun episode. episode. It
0: got <laughs> us it allowed us to introduce Goldie, Mohammed's new fiance. Indeed.
4: <laughs> well,
0: and one of the best characters. Let's be real. She is so well designed, uh, and I did not Super design her. She cool. is from the uh, Knights of Paintown Town campaign book um, that City Miss put out. Yeah. But her, she is so cool. Like just everything about her. Yeah. Gosh, she was awesome, and I was very excited
3: to bring her in when I did as a, as a one of the Merry Men. Yeah, because it was she was the, one of the first people I thought of because I was like, he's got these armored scales that are gonna cause his issues, yeah. and she can soften them. Boom, she became <laughs>
0: extremely clutch. Yeah, she was cool.
1: David, I may take this back, so you may want to cut this out, but um. In relation to, like, the discussion of the the heavy things that drive our characters. Um, mm. First, this part I wouldn't want to take out, but um, for listeners who do not know, I am literally writing a dissertation on the therapeutic benefits of tabletop role-playing games. So nice. that was very fun to listen to. I um, may seal the audio um, and put it in my dissertation. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> to be, be sure to
0: side us. <laughs> Sure.
1: Uh,
3: you have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
1: But yeah, I think, you know, a lot of Faye's changes happened for those of you who were not aware or didn't, hadn't figured it out. Um, after Zach and I got divorced. And so you see just a lot of the independence um, and the, the freedom that Faye had. And so uh, that was a huge driving factor for me, and I felt like as Faye, I was able to try out a lot of things that I hadn't done because mm. I had gotten married, you know, pretty much right out of high school, and um, I I hadn't tried a lot of things, and so um, so Faye was kind of this this character that I could you know, be sassy or, you know, try this thing or do this or do that. And almost test out like the consequences before enacting it in my real life. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, so that was just a really interesting and again, therapeutic as y'all were saying um, outlet for me at the time. Um, Yeah. um, And then, yeah, the question that I had was what would have happened If Faye had not accepted Lisa's offer, like the nature was dying around her. So what would the consequences of that been?
0: I think (coughs) I think ignoring Linda's request in that moment would have meant a crack or a fade in your um, nature as a friend of mine,
1: Lisa. And I believe
0: you, huh? Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Faye not accepting Lisa's offer of like, hey, nature's going to die if it doesn't have somebody to attach to and lead it. Like, take this crown. And if Faye had said no, uh, I think I think you had one fade left in nature as a friend of mine, so obviously that would have cracked. Because I was setting up that scene to pit your dwindling Logos themes against your dwindling Mythos
4: theme. That would have been really bad. Mm-hmm. Because I would, would have, have lost all fighting of power. power.
0: You would have had your uh Maypole, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Woo! My staff yeah, with my two tags. Hey.
3: <laughs> hey, it's something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but after you build up like six on one card to lose that card would be that's detrimental
3: i didn't realize that that was such an all-or-nothing decision like it was either Faye gets all this power and event and then eventually becomes an avatar or she loses everything like that's nuts
1: yes it was a very hard decision which was the point hard choice um but yeah it did and i meant to say this earlier ockham but it like, cracked me up because every time that Muhammad was mad at Faye and you were, like, acting that out, I was like, what the heck, Mohammed? Like, I'm doing the best I can here. <laughs> Internally, like, I was so perturbed that Muhammad was mad at Faye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was totally applicable in the in the scene, but it was just so funny to me.
3: I mean, it made sense
0: for Muhammad to be mad.
1: Yes. Oh, 100%.
0: <laughs> so let's move on to some fan submitted questions. Uh, the first one is from our good friend Phil. Uh, will anyone face harsh justice for the crime perpetrated against Lynn? Thank you, Phil. um no, because the show's over <laughs> but I think I think in a way yes, because. The crew obviously is not going to face any harsh repercussions, but Agatha did. Uh, We had the scene where all the uh, the wrists, the bracelets fell off of her tenants' wrists. uh, All these bracelets that were controlling them, uh, and then they like looked at her and sneered and snarled, and she like hid herself away. Uh, So really, Agatha was taking in. She was taking in these rifts that like had nowhere else to go and had these unique powers that she could profit off of Uh, and she gave them a place to stay but put this uh, bracelet on them with an enchantment that was basically if you speak out against what's happening here like what the truth is and what I'm doing you'll die. Um, Kind of a similar enchantment to uh, what Miss Minnie had on her except her head would have just fallen off. Fallen off. So yeah, so Agatha got her just desserts, um, but as for the crew, I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: know
2: if we this have was go, on. We mic. Have to live with
3: ourselves. I have, I kind of have a follow-up question to that. Huh? What's gonna happen? They're still like the most wanted people in the in the city. <laughs>
0: Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Like, uh, what are they going to do? They are the most wanted people. Um, I mean, m- m- I don't know. Let, let's l- put this in your hands. How did the crew clear their name after uh, the fall of Legendary Solutions and the death of Drace de Santos?
2: I
5: mean, we literally saved the city. Yeah. Yeah. Name cleared.
2: This isn't. This isn't the Dark Knight. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> we get recognition.
5: I mean, the sky it gets turned leaked. red. It, so. Right, it gets leaked that we were the ones.
1: Someone catches it with her... Catches a video of Bill on a cloud flying up to the top story. Sure. Also,
3: sure. isn't, like, the mist, like, still there?
0: Yeah, so once once y'all, like, defeated everything and did everything... That was another plot thread that we didn't get to explore. I was gonna give y'all a, a village-esque scenario where you have to decide to... Mm perpetuate the mist or disband it forever um, but ultimately we, we didn't do that um, but yeah my my assumption is like once Drace died and like the, the tether whatever was going on with the mist ended like the mist came whoosh, rushing back in and everybody's minds were muddled again and, back down. Uh, everybody was concealed and all that jazz
4: okay
0: well then yeah, nobody would really know what happened. I mean, Woodard and Mohammed are good lawyers.
3: True. Maybe we got everybody I
0: don't know, mitigated sentences or something. Yeah. <laughs> Figured and, it out. And Linda like had a bunch of clues and stuff in her possession and how about how she framed y'all. Uh Pip Hamill was found dead in her house. That's true. Um all this stuff. So y'all, y'all definitely could have collected That's evidence fair. to clear your names. Yeah. For sure. I think that makes sense. Uh, the next question is from Jesse. Jesse asks, What was the plan, if any, for how Bill's first mythos was tied to your plans for the ending of the show, and how much did you have to change things when it changed? Um, so, I mean, my original plan was, obviously, for Bill and the other Akat to be there when the Wall of Mist started expanding outward, and for them to try to stop it, for them to roll something, do something. Um, I hadn't really come up with what the mechanics of it would have been, like if they failed or didn't, or if they failed or did uh, do the thing. Um, yeah, originally Bill was going to be there, but he wasn't, and that Mythos was gone. And then the Three Bacob got pushed back, would Bill have just been stuck there for the battle holding the wall this mist back uh I might have like if we did like a stop holding back, it might have been a thing where like you burn all your tags and we describe it narratively like his tattoos are there holding the the wall at bay while he goes inside the mist with everybody else That'd be pretty dope that would have been cool <laughs> like an atlas outline just uh-huh yeah uh i've I've talked a lot this session more than I intended to why don't we rotate? reading these questions who would like to read the next one
5: I'll read the next one the next one is from Chris was it intentional that your characters highly reflects that your character highly reflects Shrek's or is that a coincidence
0: Occam I have no idea what he is talking about but this is your friend so could you please I honestly don't about? remember what what spawned this <laughs> It was. Something
1: I'm guessing to it's do... the
5: gingerbread man
3: I, maybe, I honestly I don't remember characters. I just thought it was fun No, he was talking about your NPCs, David Oh, really? My NPCs? Yeah, I can't exactly remember I would have to I, I wish I'd asked him for clarification Before we started But,
2: yeah I don't I don't know <laughs> Did anybody ever say, that's a nice boulder?
1: That's a nice boulder <laughs> It's a nice boulder That's a nice <clears throat>
4: boulder
3: <clears throat>
1: So, uh, I feel like we can deduce this. Like, who would Lord Farquaad be?
0: <laughs> Deacon Pip Hamill. <laughs> no, Pip Hamill probably. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you will die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. He's l- that's literally the Rat uh-huh. Pack's thing. Yeah. That's true.
1: Yeah, and the Rat Pack is like when they take all of the magical creatures in Shrek.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, kinda. Faye is Fiona.
5: I will say that it was unintentional because David does not like Shrek.
0: I, I hate Shrek. I
5: However, he enjoys Shrek the musical.
0: Hey, the Shrek the
3: musical is
2: fire. You inspire. hate Shrek?
0: I do not I like Shrek. Shrek. Shrek is that makes very me very I'm sad. Try watching like it in it.
2: Spanish. It might change your mind.
0: <laughs> okay, <I> will, <laughs> that's I'll that. it,
2: That's it. Totally. That's what's been
3: that's is.
0: I need El Shrek. You need that's the romantic
3: language. Uh, you can't just add L to things and make it Spanish, David. Stop <laughs> El niño being so American. is Spanish
0: for the Nino. Oh uh, my. No, I I, I despise Shrek. Um, <laughs> so I coincidence, I really obviously. enjoy Shrek the Musical. Okay.
2: Okay, so Waddle Squad. What's up, Waddle Squad? Asked, which story or legend was your favorite to adapt into an NPC, and how did you go about doing so? Uh,
0: I wanted to stop talking and now all these questions are about me. Um, <laughs> most of them are. I think the one that was the most fun for me to adapt was oh uh Lena uh, the librarian. She was a rift of Artemis. Uh, and we never saw her in action, but I had a I had a danger card all typed up for her. Um and basically, you know, like Esther is also a rift of uh Artemis. Uh but uh Lena or actually no it's Athena because Lena, Athena. Uh Lena was going to be the more militaristic side of her. So she was going to be an absolute badass with that cane. That cane was actually a spear. Um, and She was just going to wreck stuff with it. And she had a giant owl called Athena Noctua, which uh, would have joined her in battle. Uh, it was just this huge thing. So I had the most fun adapting her and her owl uh, into the game. Uh, and then we never saw her in action but it was okay because I think Lena and Esther's stuff was good as it was.
1: Next question from Chris again: Was there any decision the crew made that completely caught you off guard?
0: Esther shooting the grenade out of the air Jeez. at the dog pound—that yeah, was really great. Because uh, Jimmy, Jimmy the butcher's entrance was going to be big and bad, and he was going to injure everybody. Because at that time, I had a really hard time <laughs> injuring Bill. <laughs> So I was just trying to injure everybody before the fight even started, um, so that um, what else? Um,
5: when the crew didn't decide anything and you busted the bar. <laughs>
0: sure. Well, I mean that didn't really <laughs> change the plans. The the beast was always going to find you. It just happened to find you at the uh, the bar. Uh, and if I had if I had known about this thing called wheels or clocks rather. I would have had a clock and like each time y'all wasted time or like failed a move or something, I would have filled in the clock. And then once the clock was full, I would have introduced the, the beast again. Uh, but anyways, I didn't do that. Um, killing Linda was a big one. Um, I mean, I was telling y'all that that happened, but the way it happened, I didn't foresee. I thought it would be like in the heat of the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. but that was a that was a beautiful moment um Bill choosing to give up his tattoos to save his family that was a big curveball because once again after that I thought Bill was gonna be like alright I'll come back with the money and then I was gonna be like here's a heist that y'all could do (laughs) but we didn't um and once again I think it was a beautiful moment and didn't need a heist um yeah those are the only big like moments that were shocking to me that comes to my mind right now
2: yeah the 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 tattoos thing as a as a min maxer or as somebody who just wants to like win at the game, <laughs> that was not fun, but as somebody who has to play his character like there wasn't there wasn't another move in my opinion, so
3: yeah it was a great moment.
2: What about whenever, uh, Lord Voldemort, um, decided they weren't going to stop the 18 wheeler and we were just, they were just going to like kill us.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was,
2: I mean,
0: I wasn't really surprised. That was just kind of per the norm. Um, <laughs> But I'm ultimately glad that Esther made him not do it. Yeah. Because I was like, "There's no reason for this." <laughs> I was just like, "Why?" This what? is dumb. Like,
3: why? On that same truck, on that same topic, what about the crane on the roof? Oh
4: my, oh my god. god! Oh, the god. crane! I put that all behind oh me. I tr- god. Good
0: that lord. That was that was another beautiful moment. Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah, that was good. I forgot about that one.
1: That legit upset me. That was nuts.
0: Me i know <laughs> we could tell
3: yeah, I as a listener it. i could I tell <laughs> no that was very cool uh yeah that was a that was a crazy moment well our next question comes from snyder's return hello snyder's return will muhammad get a new car <laughs> only when guinevere gives out finally
0: <laughs> guinevere is that the name of your car guinevere Yeah, Mohammed's car is called Guinevere
3: Nice And uh, only when she dies completely will he get a new car He will keep her going until she will not go anymore
0: What if Goldie steals you a car?
3: He will still drive Guinevere Unless Goldie makes him drive the new one
0: (laughs) (laughs) She might drive it instead (laughs) She probably will
5: Um, The next question comes from Jesse Hi Jesse he next, like, asked, eight questions right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His first question is, um, "What would each player change their character's Ooh. mythos to if they were to fall asleep and then reawaken, like build it?" Um, I will say that uh, clearly. I did not have a plan for that because I don't think
0: ahead when I play. You, so, do you remember? But during during season two. Carrie was going to get rid of oh. Esther's Athena mythos. Do you want to tell everybody what I, your mythos was going to be?
5: Yeah, but I don't know how it would have worked out. But anyways, I was gonna to try to be Rocky because <laughs> I'm obsessed <laughs> with Rocky. Like that's like real Rocky Carrie Balboa? for you. Rocky yes, Balboa. Yes, hundred percent. You're always it would work. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's the
3: funniest, um, most off the cuff answer you could have had for this. Yeah.
5: So that's real life. Um, but then like at the end when the whole Thor thing happened Mm. I was here for that so that was completely not something I would have had in mind but that would have been cool
2: would you have made a rift of Apollo be her nemesis if that had happened
0: (laughs) that would be cool (laughs) yeah I would have changed Javi's mythos Mm -hmm. from um, uh, Shiva to uh, Apollo Creed (laughs) (laughs) to be your yes. nemesis yeah. perfect uh what about the rest of y'all i did it
3: i'll
2: go was funny, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. i did it but i would if you had another choice what would it be i would be my character from that one anime uh game that we played oh, that was um, crazy fun I don't know. zuchi yeah was that was a side quest oh
3: bus. right i completely forgot about that yeah oh, that, that first so
0: ova fun. game OVA was so much fun. That was a very fun adventure. Smoke
2: screening everywhere. Yeah, that was awesome. Basically, yeah. Zuchi
0: <laughs> fighting Zucchini. in the uh, the parlor, the gambling parlor. Yeah. Yes. Oh, With a gosh. baseball team. <laughs> that's such that a good amazing. episode. That
2: was yeah. I love it. It was side so crossing. good. <laughs> if anyone wants to make a podcast of that, that's that's a funny, fun. Yeah, like, it's be, a real quirky actually, system. Oh, yeah. It'd probably be hard to have any longevity, but it could be a.
4: I don't
3: know. I think it could could be fun.
2: Yeah. Oh man, that's good. I. Th-
3: God, I think with Muhammad, probably something like. Samson or Hercules.
4: Hmm.
0: Um.
3: I like it kind of going with a strongman vibe or something a little more like wild something like the rift of gordon
0: ramsay
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i love that that's fantastic
2: just go around <laughs> dishing out sandwiches. just
0: scathing tirade tessa would you have changed Phase mythos I... she had fallen asleep and rewakened
1: i really don't know i have been thinking very very hard um i mean like everyone i keep everyone i keep thinking of is very similar to Faye. like i was thinking of rapunzel or anna from frozen or and like it's kind of the same vibe just different powers Mm. um Mm -hmm but i i don't know it could be also fun to do a rift of miss marvel um that would be a lot of fun or to do like a rift of jess from new girl and all of her powers just like singing that'd be great
4: <laughs> Gosh.
3: <laughs> 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 I just thought of another serious answer for mine. Muhammad could be the Muffin Man. Do you know the Muffin That would be interesting. That would have been interesting.
4: I,
2: I feel like Sisyphus would have been interesting for playing it out. Like, every time I think I'm going to get my family back, to roll down. Mm hmm. Again man, That would have been nuts That would have been Yeah It would have been very frustrating
0: And for the Muffin Man One of your themes could have been That nobody remembers you Because everybody's always like Do you know the Muffin Man?
2: <laughs> oh no
0: Oh no <laughs> Actually it could be that
3: Everybody remembers me Because yes I know the Muffin Man <laughs> Oh
0: you're right mm-hmm. Or you could have some power Where you alter people's <laughs> memory of you Like some people remember you Some people don't
3: Ooh. That's good. That's good. And it could be it could be my muffins. My muffins have a mind-altering drug in them. There you
0: yeah go. Mm, Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's a, there's a character idea for free listeners. The Rift of the Muffin Man. That's a pretty dope idea. It's pretty neat. I like it. All right, what's the next one?
2: We kind of answered it. Do any of you have backup character ideas in case your character died or something? If so, what were they? If not, what would they be? What other mythos would you want to play in City of Mists?
0: yeah and this is also from jesse right yes still from jesse
2: i would play a recovering
3: alcoholic who was the rift of bacchus because i think that would be really interesting
0: yeah that would be a very good way to play between your mythos and your logos god i'll say that again to play between your mythos and your logos
5: I early on talked about because um, when we started, I was we were watching iZombie, mm. and so I had talked about doing like some kind of live more
0: thing. Mm-hmm. Which, funnily enough, you, you did play did. that character. Yeah, I did play that character, Off mic.
5: Yeah, I don't think I did it well, so I'm glad that I didn't. It. it was, it was
4: like, just for fun. But, but did anyways, you have fun?
5: I yeah, I, then I had you fun. did. You it well. It
4: was a fun but, little session. But yeah,
5: yeah, the neat thing about that is like. You know, if you've seen Eye Zombie, she eats the brains and takes on that personality, and so that was fun to try to play.
0: Yeah, because um, every session, Carrie would eat a, different brain, a different brain and be a, a different, different, different like, person. Yeah, like she would change the game and have like different really tags funny. connected to that brain, but then she would change like how she role played. Yeah, it, it was cool. I like that character.
5: Mm-hmm. It's tricky though.
0: I I liked the
3: old man brain the best. That <laughs> one was, was really funny. Say.
0: Was that your last brain? Probably. I think that was the last break it was.
1: Um, Carrie, that was also at a point when you were towards, I think you were in like your third trimester because for most of the session you were in the recliner, like feet up because your feet were swollen. (laughs) And like stuff like on your belly. Like that's what was holding your (laughs) place.
0: You had your dice tray on your stomach. I remember that. I
2: completely remember that. That was so funny.
5: (laughs) That feels like so long ago.
0: Mm
2: hmm. Two years ago, uh, David, you should be able to answer this next one. Still from Jesse. If you were for David, if you were a player in your own game or another City of Miss game, what would you play?
0: Um, yeah, that one's interesting. No, so I totally know what character I would play. I would play the uh, boy Kai from the um. Oh shoot! It's the fairy tale that Frozen is based off of by Hans Christian Andersen. Um, the, I think the, the, the Ice Winter Queen. Witch or the Ice Queen. The Ice Queen, something, something like that. that. But anyways, he so Kai's whole thing is he gets a mirror shard that was made by these demons, and the demons were like, we want to make a mirror where everybody sees the worst things in themselves and others, and we shatter it and throw it in everybody's eyes. And so he gets it in his eye, and so he like turns into this awful person because he sees everybody's faults. Um, so I would have played a rift of him, and one... He would have had a bastion mythos of like... Because as he gets colder and colder, his body actually gets colder and colder and he stops feeling. Uh, so he would have been like an ice-hard body where he just... Like, you could break his arm and he wouldn't feel it. Um, he would just keep going. That's awesome. And then also, of course, his eyes would have allowed him to see the fault in everything. Like, that brick wall, if you punch it right here, it'll collapse. Um, or this person thinks this about themselves we should exploit that um he would have been very karnak from marvels in humans um but less like martial arts fighting stuff um I, I never really thought up a logos for him though i thought about him being a writer and like he can never finish his book because all he can see is the fault in his own writing um or like a like a photographer and like he takes pictures and like they're these beautiful things but all he can see is the flaws in it um something something like that that. but yeah a rift of kai from the winter queen the frozen queen something like that
3: also from jesse (laughs) who was your favorite character to
0: appear in the show i say this for everybody
2: oh yeah alec baldwin (sighs)
0: Those one-dimensional characters. Honestly, that's a good answer. (laughs) Amy Maldehyde.
3: Linda's Linda's neighbor. The old lady. (laughs) That Carrie NPC. That was great. The pie lady. (laughs) That was so good.
5: That was fun. Mm. (laughs) I had forgotten about that.
3: I loved that character so much.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I... Again, this goes back to like what we were watching when we started Misconceptions, but I was really into Castle, which is a phenomenal show. Um, And so having Javi uh, in as my like person throughout the show and stuff, I really enjoyed that. And I'm always picturing Javi from Castle when he's on screen.
3: Javi's great.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. There were lots of characters that it's came Woodard. to mind. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's your obviously.
0: fictional husband.
1: Come on, now. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, that was, of course, the it's first one that came ball. to mind. But that was that was too predictable. So I wanted to, you know, like switch <laughs> it up a bit. Um, sure, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, of course, Woodard is phenomenal. And for those of you who don't know. David based Woodard off of one of the bachelorette contestants long ago that I had a crush on. And so like I, Woodard, Woodard has been my guy. I
0: didn't know that. Yep.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's so funny.
0: (laughs) Whenever we got the character art uh, for Woodard for the, uh, the crossover poster, I had to go find that dude's picture I was like I don't even remember like what season he was on what his name is so it was a deep dive into bachelor history to find that dude's picture to send it to him
1: (laughs) he's a beautiful human being
0: amazing
1: but yeah no I I mean what it is great I also just I loved the um like I, I of course loved Lynn despite my actions um. and
0: <laughs> Despite how I loved him so much, I killed him.
1: <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> and I loved Deacon too. Like Deacon was my bud at the beginning, and then that just kind of like didn't stay on that path. But Dinkin, Deacon, Deacon was good people that I was like, do I trust that you are actually good people?
0: No, he was. He was definitely going to be a good person, but he was going to be corrupted by bad people. Sure. That was always gonna be Deacon's story. Like he 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 was a good person, but he was uh not not like romantically attracted to Pip Hamill, but he loved Pip Hamill. Mm. He loved the idea of Pip Hamill. Like a powerful a powerful man, uh a commanding mm-hmm. presence, you know, things that Deacon never was. Uh wow. what's the next question?
2: Uh Something, something. Water, water. It's waddle, probably Jesse.
0: Tell us the rift of
3: every. Everyone.
2: Yeah, every. Oh my god. Every yeah. Mythos, every. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: don't. Let's let's do it like this. You tell me an NPC, and I'll tell you the rift.
1: Lynn, Javi.
0: Okay, Javi was Shiva. Lynn was the doppelganger.
4: Ooh. Miss Minnie. Miss Minnie was Mimir. Pedro.
0: Pedro was not a rift. He was a sleeper. Deja. Deja was. Uh, he has I actually to pull had out to. The do, book. I had to do a lot of research. The rift. You know what? Deja. Going back to that one question, I was like, "What mythos did you like adapting into an NPC?" I really enjoyed making Deja.
3: Mm, she was
4: cool.
0: Uh, I didn't even know she was a rift. Once I figured out...
2: there was a very short... She that lasso. It was. She had that lasso of truth.
0: Yeah, she was... Uh, some people thought right. she was... Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. She was not. Jeremiah, Divinia, Deja. She is... The mythos of Virupaksa. Virupaksa. From Indian mythology. Uh... They are all about justice and hunting and they hunt okay. with their interesting uh, their Pasha, which is what their lasso was. And they also have something called the Divine sight, and that was what that giant ball was. So she could send the divine sight into like technology or anything to have it find who she was looking for. Interesting. And that's why Linda hired her to find Paul St. George.
2: Oh.
5: Was James a rift?
0: James was a sleeper Dr. Jacoby Dr. Jacoby was a rift of Dr. Moreau From the Island of Dr. Moreau, the novel Gotcha
1: Carmine Giuseppe
0: Carmine Giuseppe uh, Was a rift of um Mammon Greed
1: Amy Maldehyde was a sleeper
0: Amy Maldehyde was a sleeper As much as I love her pee-picking little heart Jesse <laughs> Jesse uh, was a rift of the girl with the dragon tattoo, and I used it very liberally. I love that
2: series.
5: Who's Jesse? She's the one. Come on. She worked with. She worked with. Uh, Bill. Bill. Oh.
2: She tried. She to was kill the one me. that attacked you in your
0: apartment. Got it. Yep. I think I killed her. Right. You did kill her. I
5: think. I thought I killed her.
0: No, Bill hit her so hard that her arms turned into noodles. Oh. right. Actually,
5: that's like a. Oh. Th- I think that's a fun fact about Esther is that I don't think, other than Lynn, she didn't kill anybody and she never shot to kill.
0: Mm hmm. I think that was mentioned in an episode. I think you said you had to shoot to kill. Yeah, you kept kneecapping me. Made a point in. about it. Were Miss
3: Minnie's sons riffs?
5: I was going to ask about them.
3: Um,
0: They were riffs of giants. Just, to, okay, of Jotun. Okay. Just giants. Just like, yeah, Jotuns. Or Jotuns. I thought I mean, maybe else. it
5: was the uh, Three Stooges. <laughs> three Stooges. <laughs> I
0: mean, that would have worked. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah was a rift of Yumchimil, the uh, Mayan god of death. Hmm.
5: Um, was my dad a rift? I can't remember.
0: Yes, yes, your dad was a rift. Your dad was the rift of Hector from the Odyssey. And nice. it took me so long to figure out what that rift was because I wanted him, I was, I was like Googling, I was like mythology about foreseeing their own death. Uh, and there is a small part in the Odyssey where Hector prophesies that if he dies, the city will also die. And so I kind of ran with that. And also a big part of Hector's character is that he's a dad. Mm. And so he's a dad, he's a good warrior. And he foresaw his own death. And I was like, this is the perfect rift for him. So yeah, he is a rift of Hector from the Odyssey.
1: Were any of the kids a rift?
0: Uh, no. They were sleepers that were being manipulated by the Pied Piper.
2: What about that wolf dude? That wolf officer?
0: Oh, that was Logan. Right? Uh, (laughs) No, no, no. He, uh yeah um cooper wheatley was a rift of the sheriff of nottingham and like tessa would not let go of this character that was supposed to be a (laughs) one-off but it was connected to her mythos so
3: yeah i mean we talked about him late into the game he
1: was very sus is
3: there anyone you can think of david that we're missing some cool rifts
0: that you cooked up i don't think so the um the beast was inspired by artwork from the game Evolve.
3: Who was the one that we fought that was all like on fire? The one that Muhammad and Woodard killed?
0: Uh Jimmy the Butcher.
3: Was that Jimmy? Okay.
0: Yeah. He he did not have a rift. Um he did not have a rift in basically where he got all of his powers was from uh, Dr. Jacoby experimenting on him. Okay. Also, the, the library at Rook and Bishop Street was a rift. It was the rift of the Library of Alexandria. If y'all had started any violence, the whole place would have started to burn down. Whoa. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Dang. That's cool, though.
3: I like that. <clears throat> I like the idea of buildings being rifts.
0: That's neat. I mean, they are.
3: They 100% can be.
2: Good point.
0: (laughs) Anything in the city can be a rift.
2: That's true. Even Guinevere? Even (laughs) Guinevere.
0: She is the rift of Pegasus. (laughs) Hey,
1: Guinevere was the rift of Little John.
0: No, Mohammed is the rift of Little John. Yeah, I'm the... I'm the Rift of Little God, John. Tessa. Oh my gosh. Come on, Faye, get it right. 92 episodes.
1: <laughs> it's not It's not that I didn't know that.
3: <laughs> it's not like it was revealed in the first you 10 seconds of him that
4: existing.
2: It didn't.
3: It's,
1: it's that I was making a reference to the license plate on Guinevere. Yeah, yes. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking into. of
2: the hip-hop artist. I was thinking the car <laughs> screamed, yeah, <laughs> really loud.
0: <laughs> yeah! Every time it backfired, it was. It's selling. It's screaming. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, okay. And if, if Jesse, if you can think of any that we didn't get to, you can tweet at the show and we'll hit you back. Yes. Yep. Well, Seriously.
0: Tweeted the show or put it in the, the Discord. Message
3: us and we'll answer because we can't remember. It's four years of thinking back right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, lots of people, lots of riffs. there's a lot. Yeah. Next question. Uh, yeah, what's next?
5: Uh, next question comes to us from Shepherd Moonbear. Hi, Shepherd. Um, in the first few episodes, y'all mm. talked about the theme songs for characters. Ooh. Um, would you say they have changed or stayed the same? If they changed, what would they be now? Who remembers what? <laughs> what? <laughs> songs we picked because bill was highway
0: to hell i do yeah bill was highway to hell do you remember what you were Faye?
1: absolutely not
0: Faye, you were a michael jackson song about uh healing the world
1: earth Uh, yes
0: esther you were um you were super chick rock what you got
4: yeah and
0: rin was the theme song of chuck so yeah what would your theme song be now and, Ockham, what would Mohammed's theme song be?
3: I think Mohammed's theme song is Big Iron by Mar- Marty Robbins.
5: I think Esther's would now be the theme song of Cheers. <laughs> Sometimes oh you want to go no. where everybody knows your name. Dun, 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 dun. Especially <sighs> now she's wanted. glad you came. Uh, Tessa, you go. I
1: was really hoping right, I to go. <laughs>
2: There's a lady who's sure All that glitters <laughs> is gold And she's buying a stairway to heaven Good choice. Good song.
1: Yeah. Uh, it would not be that same song. I can guarantee that.
0: Could could I posit one to you, Tessa?
1: Please, God, do. Yeah.
0: Good for You by Olivia Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> Specifically the Good for You uh,
3: Paramore mashup. <laughs> mm. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I accept that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A good Olivia Rodriguez uh, Rodrigo not Rodriguez.
0: Oh, is that Rodriguez?
1: Just uh, pretty much her sour album was Faye at the end. She's
3: got good stuff She got good stuff
1: Next question From Tavos, is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm Um, Is Logan being named Logan a shout out to the early episodes of season one (laughs) where you discussed slash talked about your childhood nemesis slash former acquaintance, Logan?
3: Not discussed,
1: dissed.
0: (laughs) Yes. 100% Logan is named after our arch nemesis Logan. Oh wow Oh gosh!
5: I still don't know if we're talking about the same person It's
4: Wasabi I think I We have
2: purported about. him to be Wasabi, way worse dude. than he is so I, might, There's no doubt in my mind That he's a flat earther now Based on my knowledge of him I remember you guys talking
4: about
3: him in my first episode On the show <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> did, That is in what kind of. happened
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure 24 episodes in I always, in, I still always brought him, him up
2: Oh you did, like every episode. You know what, episode. Logan is
0: definitely somewhere taking Iver to miss him right now.
2: <laughs> Ivermectin. What?
0: Ivermectin?
4: Oh, no. Oh,
2: oh no. The FDA that tells me everything ridiculous. I ever needed to know about him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my god. <laughs> so, yes.
0: <laughs> we, we started it like we ended it, folks. Oh, Logan, you still Logan. suck.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know yet. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The next question is from Waddle <laughs> Squad. What was Javi's mythos? Which we answered it was Shiva. And what about it was so dangerous that he had to be mind wiped to stop him from going on a rampage against Carmine?
0: Yeah, well, Shiva's whole thing is uh, she is the destroyer of evil. Um, and once fully awakened, Javi would destroy it. And in fact, in uh, Morty's letter, he talked about how. Uh, Javi can't stand injustice. He hates it, um, and so when they were working for Carmine Giuseppe, Carmine Giuseppe was making them think what they were doing was a right thing. It was noble. It was good. And then once they found out that they were just killing people to line his pocketbook with their wealth, Javi snapped, and like you, it mechanically, one of his themes cracked all the way, and he gained another one. And he was very close to becoming an avatar. Uh, And at that point, he would have gone straight up to Carmine Giuseppe and killed him. Because greed is evil. Um, Or at least the greed that Carmine Giuseppe was manifesting Mm -hmm. as. Um, So yeah, that is why uh, Morty did everything he did to pave the way for Esther to destroy the Cabal and save the city nice which that was really cool like I really like that part of the story finally learning what happened to Morty and his once again tragic history with his friends it's pretty cool
1: did anyone else have like a soft spot for Carmine Giuseppe like he wasn't the worst he wasn't a good guy but he he was chaotic neutral
0: no oh he's definitely chaotic neutral well I don't know
2: it's because of the mob probably lawful it's, it's, evil. Like, it's like you want to watch stuff about the mob It's like real good fella-esque You know
5: Yeah
1: Fair. Yeah,
2: it Feels probably. like a wise guy that you just want to laugh at
5: It's like the It's like when we watched Tiger King And the like most Normal one that we were like hey Like mm-hmm. this guy is kind of like Okay yes, Was <laughs> the like drug
0: lord Yeah it was the drug lord that Scarface was based off of
5: So yeah it was like that that's what that made me think of. Wow, we went way back. In
0: the yeah, yeah do you remember that? Back when we were trying so hard not to get COVID.
1: Y'all still trying. We were still so
0: trying. <laughs> I know, we were still trying, but now we have it. Yay. Also, I think I'm running a fever now. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you
2: should probably pop, pop some meds. Get you some ivermectin. Definitely take some meds.
0: I need to go get my ivermectin from Tractor Supply. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're, we're also we should, we have to say we're joking we're just kidding don't, don't.
0: we're
3: joking
2: <laughs> do not do this please get the completely don't safe vaccine get please get a vaccine you gotta take the michael jordan approach oh yeah stop it
0: get some help <laughs> stop it get some help uh what's the next question
5: the, the last, last question, question.
2: oh, oh. <laughs> are we doing this now is this a thing All right, are you reading it? Oh, no, you're reading it.
5: (laughs) Okay, the final question from Waddle Squad. Will the gatekeepers make an appearance in Misconceptions 2, or will they still not exist?
4: I'm
0: not going to spoil what Misconceptions 2 is going to be. No spoiler. But no, the gatekeepers will not be in Misconceptions 2, because Misconceptions 2 is not going to be City of Mist.
4: Uh, na, na, na.
0: It will be another Powered by the Apocalypse System. I will not reveal what that is. But if you want to know more about Misconceptions 2, you should definitely follow us on Facebook and Twitter because we will be posting about Misconceptions 2 and our big reveal of what it's going to be there. Boom. End do we of have, episode. Do we have anything else?
1: Thank you, listeners. We love you guys.
0: Yeah. This this was a labor of love, and sometimes it was not a labor that I love to labor on, but the interaction with the fans is what kept me going through a lot of it. Um, so thank you for being so interested in this nerdy thing we do. Uh, and also thank you to Occam for jumping in In the last and helping us finish this show and doing a beautiful job finishing it. Thank you to Jaime for the character of Bill and for forcing me to learn the rules of Misconception or City of Mist (laughs) uh, so that I could argue back with you, uh, but also just creating this character that everybody loves. Everybody loves Bill. Uh, And thank you to Tessa and Carrie for being here um, from episode 1 to episode 92. Uh, And thanks to everybody for, you know, believing in a little idea and making it into something that people love to listen to
2: and thanks to david
0: thank you for a great story
3: david yeah yes oh, shucks.
2: for dragging us to or dragging most of us to the finish line yeah you still dragged me i still, I still dragged
0: it. you yeah, i got you there i still made it <laughs> we took a shortcut through the bushes but i, I only got missed you 11 the episodes line.
2: it's really yeah. not bad yeah. Yeah. yeah not too bad not really, Yeah, really
0: yeah all right we, As
5: we go on,
4: what is we, remember we remember all the good, remember, times, all the good times. times we, oh, we all t- <laughs> had
5: <laughs> together. It's, it's a graduation It's
3: going to be really time. hard because when he sinks this, none of us are going to be in time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, beautiful we started with a song we end with a song
5: I, I had to do it I was sitting here I was like what is that song
0: thank y'all so much for listening see mm-hmm. y'all for misconceptions too bye
2: now you have to say end of end of
0: oh, sure sure end, end of, of misconceptions oh.
2: Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you end it with that's perfect
0: Thanks for listening to the Geek Out After the Series of Misconceptions. Sorry it was a little late, but COVID and everything put me behind. In fact, this was recorded when I had COVID, and when I said I think I have a fever at the end of this, uh, I was running a fever. I was running in 101 degree uh, temperature fever. So uh, I'm all better now. It, It all works out. We're all better. Get vaccinated, wash your hands, cover your mouths. Uh, And, like I said earlier, if you want to know when Misconceptions 2 is going to be released, join our Facebook and Twitter page. You can also join our Discord. uh, Or if you want to be one of the very first people to know about it in the entire world, join our Patreon, because they will get an exclusive sneak peek before anybody else. Thank you so much for listening to Misconceptions. We love you so much, and we hope that we'll see you back for Misconceptions 2. Keep it nerdy, y'all.